and welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish. As you noticed by our intro music, it is that time again. We are here tonight to open your eyes, provide you with a feast of information, all at the hands of our MC for the evening, the Chief. Chief, how are you? I'm glad that the week is over. I truly am as well. How are you? Goon? Goon, how are you doing? I am likewise glad that the week is over. It uh, it was long. Um, and, tra- and traumatic and full of stress. Were you stressed? Yeah, kind of was. Oh. My, uh, my mom was uh, was sick at the beginning of the week, like like really sick. Like can't catch my can't catch your breath on oxygen, kind of sick. Oh, ouch! But plus, you, you did visit her today, correct? Uh, I did. I visited her today, and she is she is You're now off. Son. She's off oxygen, so I saw her uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. By Tuesday, she was off oxygen. Uh, in a good way, you mean? Yeah. I mean, there's two uh, ways to go off oxygen. Yeah, yeah, no, this is a good way. Okay. She was off additional oxygen given to, you know, make you feel better. Got it. And, uh, um, but, but she's still, you know, mentally, we're, we're having some problems. Really? Didn't, also- I mean, she didn't recognize her grandson or her granddaughter. Oh, that's, how old's the granddaughter? 20. You you should oh, know that, you you just met her. Oh, that grand. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was, it was your daughter. Thank, okay. Thank you. Thank you. I, thank I, you. I, I'm an only child. Crush. Oh. Okay. Well, yes, then, by he's, definition, he's only said it a couple times. Yeah. Because I pay attention. Like like, oh, really? like like every other show. But you know, it's all right. Don't listen to me. It's I, I won't be offended. What'd you say? <laughs> so, but the favorite part of the week because there's always humor in everything that happens in my family. Uh, Crutch, you remember Sanford and Son? Yes. Right? Absolutely. And went. Great show. Wait, you, whoa. You know, wait a minute. Now, what? you're. All of a sudden, Crutch needs to remember. And, and I. You constantly a, tell us that you have never watched old time TV, that if it's before your time, you don't know anything about it. Yeah. So we're going with the assumption. Unless it was stereotypically black. Then all of a sudden. Oh, I'll now you're an that. expert. Okay. <laughs> Chief, you remember Sanford and Son? Yes, I do. Uh-huh. And you remember what music. he would do when he heard things that uh, he didn't want to hear from his son? He would grab his chest, pretend he was having a heart attack, and say, This is a big one. I'm coming, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. I'm coming. I'm coming, Elizabeth. Yeah. So my mom had a couple of episodes like that and uh, uh, while I was there. And like she goes, chest? Well, well, yeah, she was she was having some heart and, and oxygen problems. But, but she... she cried out i'm coming frank really yeah so so your your dad's name is frank no oh no my dad's name is uh uh richard (laughs) dare dare i ask who is frank frank is is my uh mother's sister's husband well now (laughs) so i always kind of liked him is would this be a, a john Kasich moment you know, I don't know. I, I think we definitely need to have some uh, investigatory uh, investigating done here. Goon, Goon, can I ask an honest question? Sure. I, to be, I want to be very serious about this. If you were to look in the mirror right now, would you say you look more like Richard 
or Frank? Uh, I look more like Richard. Oh, okay. I'm, I, I, you know, I thought it was a good time to ask. It's thanks. Why? I, why I, did you think right now, out of all the times, would be a good time to I, ask? Uh, because I, we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I looked at her. I looked at her and went. I got to ask her later tonight. It won't do anybody any good. I go, know? Mom. Who, who the heck is Frank? She goes, my late husband. I mean, to, you know, and I'm like, and oh. there's not much you can do for that. I go, okay. <laughs> Which you could, yeah. Yes. Um, it was there got, another husband that you're unaware of? Did you ooh. have a stepdad that you don't know about? Not Did that I'm aware. Did she have a dalliance before she Be met your dad? Because I will tell you that I had a step grandfather that I never knew about. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until after my grandmother died that I learned about this. So your grandmother mm -hmm. was stepping out? No. Uh, it, it happened in between. I wasn't born when this was going on. But, okay. But it was, you know, because I, I have regaled That explains everyone. why you didn't know. I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it obviously it didn't happen because it happened before I was born. Exactly. There, there, were, no, there were no pictures. There's no reference of anyone. There's only uh, her, her name. Uh, was hyphenated, and I said, "Where did this name come from?" And that's where mm -hmm. it came from. So, that's that's when I got to hear about it, and I was like, "Well, I guess this is why no one ever talks about it, because the dude, mm -hmm. dude was terrible. Oh. He, he may have been a '60s pimp. I'm not sure, but I, mm. I, I'm, I know I'll I will never get the story. Those who know, there's only one other person who's alive that knows, and I don't see her that often. And my dad's not saying anything, so that's. That equals that. Yeah. Well, and 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 mo also, by the way, the rest of my week was dealing with people who were willfully incompetent, and you know how happy that makes me. That's why you go to work just to deal with that. I know. This. But he doesn't suffer fools greatly. I don't. I don't. The the particular willfully incompetent uh, young man this week, had there not been members of the prime company there, he wouldn't have been a problem any longer. Let's just say that. The Marlboro man? The uh, um, the floorboards do actually come up, and you can put things underneath there. Yep, and, and I had a bag of quicklime in the trunk. <laughs> there you go. He doesn't know how, long, how, how close he came. It, I'm in charge of this particular pro. He's in charge of this particular product, and it was broken on the one day a month we need it, and it's always broken then. Why aren't you here early? Why aren't you making sure it works? And it's not my fault it broke. No, uh, I thought no. he said it's not his purview. Exactly. <laughs> it's not his purview. He might have said that, but you know now I'm starting to twitch. <laughs> Thanks a lot. It was out of his scope, not in his purview. Uh, he he hears you. I'm going to scope him. <laughs> so, See him really clear in one of those scopes that Mr. Browning got for me. He got you a scope? No. Oh. It just sounded good in the conversation. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel left out. Especially oh. since I had been asking him for certain things that he decided at one point that he was going to sell and then he wasn't going to sell. Yeah. Well, uh, well Chief, you... Uh, you, you're, you've been helping me in the great battle of the Goon Grill this week, yes. including this evening. Uh, you're getting to see just how many tools I have for uh, whatever the reason may be. I, I asked for a, uh, um, a drill bit and a screw extractor, and Chief gave me a valise full of drill bits and parts and a, and a drill. A valise? 
Yeah, would they, you like to describe that for the folks in West Virginia who might be hearing this show? Who don't know what a valise is? Exactly. You're going to have to Heck. spell it and use it in the sentence. Okay? Heck, that's a big suitcase. A really big suitcase. A valise. It's an old-timey word. <laughs> I took my valise onto the train. That's right. How's that? Good? And I had to duck in so I didn't break my straw hat as I was getting on. Do they let you go barefoot on the train? Hey, a lot of this is uh, stereotyping. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that's what you wanted. <laughs> no, see, what I wanted was to, to do his show. Yes. But we should get into it. Much no, like the CNN debates, you know, eight minutes in, and we still haven't <laughs> done anything. <laughs> but you know what? Just text 33013-GOON <laughs> to get something. I'd like to state for the record that no one on this show has ever suggested that, missi that the missing Malaysian airplane was swallowed by a black hole. We still have that ahead of CNN. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who said that? Don Lemon. The dumbest man on TV. Look, he. Yeah, just, I know. He, he proposed he's, a question. He, that's all he did. He, isn't he? A, isn't he? LOL's fiance. No. 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 Don. Don does not play for that team. Uh, that's a real shame because they'd be great together. No. Wait. Wait, wait a second. Now you confused me. LOL is batting no. from the other side of the plate. Don. Is. No. Don is. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't oh, care. Oh, it's not oh. as, it's not as funny. He... As... Okay. Okay. I'm let's slow it down and wow. back it back up. Do I have to spell Dine this out for you? Old. No, it's okay. Yes. Don, Don Lemon is a lemon twist. I got it. Oh, my, my goodness. God. We're going to get letters. Oh, yeah, probably. My Look, God. So, unlike CNN, ABC, MSDNC, you know, <laughs> we. Oh, I like that one. We are here to share more truth about what's going on around you. Now, today is, was in, in light of the goon's mother uh, calling out names that apparently were incorrect. We were going to go or, over... Or not. We, we don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know who she saw. So we're going to go over ghosts. Is and... Frank dead? Yes. Mm, okay. So, uh, the the first thing I thought we, we may venture into is uh, the history of them. And, of course, every culture has some kind of spirit, or speaking with a spirit, or seeing uh, an apparition, or communing with something from beyond to get answers for today. I mean, to this day, we still have palm readers, tarot card readers, uh, crystal ball readers. People uh, that'll read the lumps on your head. Yes, I mean, there's a lot of reading going on for a generation <laughs> that may not know what a book is in a couple of years. Reading is fun and demental. So, one of the big things is, how did it start? Now, mm -hmm. we won't go over everything. We will just uh, provide a link to uh, something I found on the History Channel, which apparently surprised Crutch, because he he is a, uh, aren't you, wouldn't you consider yourself a history aficionado? Uh, considering I've lived through most of it, yeah. 
And yet, had you uh, heard of this particular thing before? I had heard that there was a time when people took pictures of recently deceased, but I didn't realize it was as widespread and as, as um, I don't know, core to society. I mean, you know, you think of outliers. You don't think of it as, oh, yeah, you know, Bob died. We got to take his picture today. Wait, what? It was interesting, very interesting. The pictures are a little creepy. I'll tell you right now, folks. The links today are gonna, you know, there there's some there's some interesting stuff. Yeah, so the the basic thing that we'll go over is that ghost or specter, not to be confused with the horrible DC comics, is <laughs> based on the idea Ouch. that a person's <laughs> spirit exists separately from their body. And continues when they die. So, this is why people got scared originally when taking pictures. You know, you could capture the spirit. Uh, when you would uh, kill certain people, you'd be wary of their spirits. When uh, we, why, the reason why we have wakes is, I mean, that was more because. Yes, yeah, there's not, a reason it's called a wake. Yeah, people. It's not, it's not so we can drink. No, it's, no. It's, it's because people weren't even sure if they were dead. So. They held on they, to them to see if they long wake enough up. to see if they would wake up. Yeah, I did not know that. Yes, mm-hmm. there was also a time uh, when um, people were being buried prematurely, um, so they would have a bell attached and a rope that led into the coffin, so that by you know some chance they laid you into the ground and you were still there, you could ring, and that's where the phrase "the dead ringer" comes from. Oh my! Yes. Yeah. But but nowadays, tech has gone better. You know, it's, it's a little bit better. I mean, still people are, are waking up five minutes after being declared dead, but five minutes is not you know a day and a half later. So. Well, uh, well, there was a movie out uh, earlier this year, um, about a, a kid who you know went under the water, really cold, ice, and all that. Forty minutes, right? By all intents and purposes, by every measurement. No brain activity. He is dead. Boom, comes back. So, you know, how dead is dead? As as we have seen, you're only dead when when the, the Grim Reaper says, yes, you're, it's, it's time for you to go. Because if not, you know, you'll be dancing in a hot fire. There will be lines around you. You'll be flying a plane, and, and yet somehow you survive. Or you'll fall out of a plane and somehow bounce which I've never understood how that happened. Oh, you're talking about the incident from World War II? Yes. Uh, he happened to um, be lucky enough... Not the to guy be... who rolled uh, off of a hill. Rolled down the hill? Yeah, not that one. Okay, because that was Two all angles. Might, might help our listeners if one of you would actually tell the story. Okay, the story that he's not talking about... Exactly. Very, uh, World War II... Um, up in up in a uh, you know United States Army Air Corps plane and falls out of the plane. Chute doesn't open. Figures he's going to die. He's lucky enough to uh, fall near a very 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 long steep hill. So his angle of attack, if you will, you know gravity and all, was very close to his angle of um, contact. So there wasn't that you know bone crushing pounding, and he rolled for like a half a mile, and survived falling. It was like. 12,000 feet. Now, what were you talking about, Chief? 
Uh, I will provide it because there was a person who uh, went out of a plane, parachute didn't uh, deploy, and he bounced and survived. Wow. Bounced? Yes. Now, I know that sounds a little crazy, and it has nothing to do with ghosts, but uh, but there you go. That's uh, once, once again, we have done our job by completely derailing the chief. Yes, yes. and to those of us who, um, who have heard from our audience that they really look forward to this show and the, the chief not being derailed by the two of us schmuckatellis, um, we apologize. Nobody said that to me. Have they only told you? Uh, I heard it at the party. Yeah, see, the goon wasn't paying attention at the party, so it, it makes sense. Seeing as how he was like, oh, free food, games, all right, I'm gone. And, the, and the, <laughs> he just disappears for I don't know how long. <laughs> Came back to rest, and, and then he's like, oh, I'm recharged, and went back out. <laughs> Did not get to meet his adoring fans. I know, I was... I was um... I was uh, I was also remiss. Um, we all got together this past weekend. Um, we did. All except it was our for the first Siberian public. Express. It was our first public outing. With families. With families. Right. So the correct. goon child has met my offspring, and and they both met the ogrin. And... Yep, and and none of them hung out. So. <laughs> no. Well, I can understand goon child. She's kind of a half a generation ahead. Yeah, but she doesn't look like it, and. <laughs> you know when well basically well okay it, so so the ogren by no definition looked like high school kids so let's yeah, just leave it there. exactly they could have been all confused for college kids absolutely that's mm-hmm. all i'm saying by the way when i showed up at chief's house today uh crutch mm-hmm. he's wearing a big texas cowboy hat was he really he was i was you have a cowboy hat I do. Is it a Stetson? It was not. Oh, okay. It's good nonetheless. Nice, he, nice. He gonna, fit, he gonna fit right in. I have three cowboy hats, just to, if we want to be exact. Uh, I have to admit that I this spent wasn't a the Sunday. portion of my high school life in Southern Maryland, and cowboy hats were were, were definitely uh, an accessory. Yeah, this wasn't a Sunday go-to-meeting cowboy hat. Got it. This is his everyday cowboy hat. I would, I would, I would think, Chief. Am I right? It, it's the I'm working on the farm cowboy hat. Okay. Okay. So back to ghosts. Now that we have yes. gone over what a ghost, we should, we should by, actually get to ghosts. By by the History Channel's definition, which is what I gave you, that mm-hmm. is what a ghost is. And now, going over how to detect the ghost. Now mm-hmm. there, uh, the first one would be a cold spot. The you know, the, uh, what is it, the conspiracy theory behind it would be that they're sucking energy, the ambient energy, much like in the Hulk movie that nobody talks about when Absorbing Man, which he didn't even get that name classified to him, was draining all the energy and turning into a big cloud. Now, it was Nick Nolte, so <laughs> nobody knew if he was just, you know, trying to find crack because that dude... <laughs> Looks like he's he's been on a bender for at least a week and a half, and that oh was him all gussied up too. I mean, it was it's movies <laughs> like that 
that make me wish that Marvel you know, they would stop making movies. The Marvel <laughs> Studios, you know, universe had taken over much earlier. But either way, so we have we have a cold spot that supposedly is taking energy. Uh, with the Occam's Razor approach, would be it's it's more likely a draft or a spot in which uh, cold air is entering because mm-hmm. that is why you will see things flutter every now and then. It could just be the drafts. That's true. I mean, on some of the on some of those ghost hunting shows, they always say, "Well, you know, we've got a cold spot here." And we, we, we started looking around for, you know, a source. You know, they're looking for a vent. They're looking for a draft. And in theory, they're not finding it. And it's, sometimes it's very, very localized. Like, you know, exactly a foot in front of us and only three feet off the floor. So it's like almost like a well, sphere. Area. I mean, I do know that when Hurricane and I stayed in a haunted hotel. Did you know? Uh, we did in uh, uh, the Mount Washington Hotel up in New Hampshire. Mm. And uh, um, didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. W- whatever was there did not like having the hurricane there. <laughs> <laughs> Just her. You were okay. Apparently so, because um, she walked into our uh, bathroom and felt terribly sick, and she'd walk out of the bathroom and felt better. She did that two or three times. And in the middle of the night, we wake up, and it is freezing cold in the room. This is a hotel without air conditioning. I mean, it's but way it up. a hotel in New England. Yeah, and it's, it's in, in northern New Hampshire. And what time of year was it? Uh, late summer. Oh, so okay. you, might, you might get a high of 70, 75, perhaps 80. So this wasn't just due to an open window, right? right. And she said, she told, she nudged me and said, go, "Go close the window." And I looked at her and said, "The window's not open." Well, go figure out what this is. And I said, "I don't want to." <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy where I am right now, slinking I, under the covers. Yeah. Love to help you. Love to help you, honey. But apparently, pretty, my legs are frozen. I'm pretty sure all this shivering will warm me up in no time. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was, uh, and then the all of the uh, activity ceased when we left the uh, hotel. We were only there for a night because they were. Um, it's good you didn't bring anything home with you. I think so too. I didn't have um, an EMF meter or a recorder or anything like that. Hey, don't so. get ahead of yourself. I'm so- oh, I'm sorry, sir. Sorry, sorry, but I did feel the cold spot. Uh, All right, before. So, so we have check on cold spot one person experience. The next, yes. the next we will have, the next we will discuss EVP. Now there was a, there was a movie called White Noise, if mm-hmm. anyone remembers, and it had, you know, the original, well, not the original, the first movie Batman, Mr. Michael Keaton, Ooh. and, and it went over a person who was shown something by someone else. Uh, a message from uh, a deceased person and thus he began uh, recording static and just had all types of recorders on to mm. listen to EVP and he would write down what people would say or what he heard and then he'd go find the people who he thought the messages were for right. now, now I don't know if any of you have experienced this but I used to record 
uh, my classes so that I could uh, go over it, you know, when I got home because the classes were rowdy and I, uh, <laughs> there were, well, not all of them, but some of them were, and I couldn't pay attention because I, I too was goofing off. So, mm -hmm. so I went home and I listened and, uh, you know, I, I started hearing stuff and I was remembering when it was going on. And then I heard a voice that <laughs> didn't belong to our class. And I went, huh, I wonder who that was. But this was in the 90s, so I didn't know about any of these uh, phenomena. Would you wish to share what the voice said? Uh, he, he said something like, stop pushing. And, and I didn't know <laughs> who that was for. But nobody was pushing anybody to my knowledge. That is creepy. I I know that on the TV shows where they'll play EVP for you, mm -hmm. and they'll give you a uh, um, a subtitle of what it says while it's being played. Mm -hmm. I almost never, if I close my eyes, I can hear that there's something there, but I can't make it out. But when they put up the, and I think that's something that they just do for TV. That's a psychological you know? thing. It is. That's a that's the brain a will fill it in. Right. Yeah. Well, this was very clear. And there have been many times when uh, we have done stuff, and it's there's clearly that it's we start recording things just to hear if you know our brothers because there were a lot of us if the brothers were sleepwalking or making noise at night, and mm -hmm. we were doing it at, at home, and there was stuff. Now our the house that we live in was a hundred and twelve years old when I was that age at the time. So it's an old house. That's an old house. And a lot of stuff has happened there. Yep. So, uh, it is it evidence? Is it what? What do you think a digital recorder is actually picking up? That is a question for you guys. I don't know. Did, um, did we have EVP before we had digital recorders? In other words, if you use an analog recorder, do you still get the same effect? I. I, I believe so, that, yes. Yeah, I think people started doing this with... I. Okay, I'll be honest with you. Um, I remember hearing about this as a kid, and I used to pull out my little tape recorder and just stick it in a room and run it for like 50 minutes, 15 minutes, and go back and listen. And, of course, my brother would sneak into the room and whisper in it and freak me out. <laughs> you got to love brothers. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> when you have more than one, you can you can hate a couple. You got you got one to choose from at that point. You got you got a spare at least. <laughs> at least. Yeah, and I and I did that with an analog tape recorder. So. Okay. It uh, Yeah. It not that I actually picked up an EVP. I picked up my brother. You know. Yeah. Well, how uh, again? Even with, with my. But I was trying. So. We uh, we, uh, at the house we were intentionally trying, but at school we were not, and this right. was you know. Our Lady of Good Counsel. So who knows, you know, what, what horrors went on there. <laughs> it's, it is amazing that, you know, institutes of, uh, you know, the highest spirituality uh, usually have some of the most horrific uh, uh, supernatural uh, events related to them. You know, in the old days, a lot of the, a lot of the psychiatric wards were, you know, based off of hospitals run by... Uh, one branch of religion or another. Yep, and a, and a lot of shocking and 
right. st- stuff that people don't want to rehash nowadays. And then the state took over, and you know they were pros. And then the state uh, gave it back up. <laughs> well, they just opened the doors. They just opened the doors and let everybody out. There you go. Knock yourselves out. Which explains a little bit. Especially California. <laughs> because they, well, that's well we, spoken. Sir. Yes, that's that's where we operate. Our uh, assisted assisted living homes. Because we're we're helping the community. That's that's what we do. Really? Yeah, that's a that's one of the endeavors that I'm in. Look at you. He is quite the philanthropist and Renaissance man, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So, the trying ne- to figure out when he actually sleeps. You you know, lizards don't need to sleep. <laughs> <coughs> well, I mean, the- that would be me trying to get a drink in between talking and failing. Yep. Thanks for coughing in everyone's ear, but. The last that hit the mute button. I apologize. The last thing that uh, that popular ghost hunters uh, go after is electromagnetic interference. Now, one of the big things that uh, people may not realize is that EMI or EMF uh, can mess with uh, synapses in your brain and it caused you to interpret things incorrectly, which means you can hallucinate and you can hear things when you are next to like unshielded wires, uh, the, the power towers, power stations, which is why people that do live next to those are constantly seeing things, don't feel well, and of course, uh, I'm not saying that it was aliens, but, <laughs> but my man may live right next to some power stations. You know, it's funny. You mentioned, um, I remember watching a show, and I'll have to find the link for it, where a, uh, a psychologist who was doing a study, and basically he put a blindfold on a person and put a, uh, a weave of um, electrodes on their head and was producing electrical stimulation around the person and to a volunteer they all said oh there was somebody in the room with me I felt them touching my hand I felt a cold breeze go by and I'm like this person is isolated in their own little room the scientists are on the other side of the glass just watching them there's nobody there but they would have swore on a stack of bibles you know I was touched I heard voices so yeah you know any kind of discordant electromagnetic field will have, you know, will play havoc on the really large electromagnetic network inside your skull. Well, I know we haven't done a whole lot of work or a lot of research on that here, but uh, uh, in Russia and the old Soviet Union, they did quite a bit more research. Because, let's face it, we're, the the world is loaded with electromagnetic fields now. Very true. If you live near a power station, you can take one of those four-foot-long uh fluorescent tubes in this time of year when it's all uh, all humid and uh, uh, go hold it up in the air and uh, it'll glow oh I, I have done this I, as I have I done this with the power court where the power lines run across the you know line up with the railroad tracks yep. you pull your car off to the side of the road you and your friend pull out the, the two things and you reenact your favorite scene from Star Wars and people drive by and honk it was a, a possible, a po- very popular oh pastime my, when I was a kid. 
uh, we we need to do that. <laughs> we don't I've need to never be on video. I never thought about that, but we we need to do that. Oh, yeah, well, I'm you know, I was in high school at about the time Star Wars came out, so there's nice. that. I was not alive yet, and we I missed do, you. I do know you, you you know you know that in the south. Where were you? We were waiting for you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. We, we uh, uh, in the south, it's very common to have a refrigerator on your back porch. And uh, uh, my friend, who is uh, from the South, when he lived in Arkansas, he had a, a railroad behind him that, that had uh, overhead wires. They're called catenaries, I think. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. I don't know. We used to call them high-tension lines. And Well, you know, it's the ones that the, the locomotives use to get power to move the train, right? You with me? Oh, okay. Those kind, like, like the subway lines in the old New York. Yeah, like trolley. Like oh. a trolley, right. They were overhead. And so um, he, being a very sharp individual, took some wire and coiled it a certain number of times around the fence that was uh, not too far from those lines. Ran it all back, a couple of uh, resistors and capacitors and a little inverter, and guess what you got? Did uh, you guess it was enough power to run your refrigerator? <laughs> why, why, yes, it was. By induction. An inductor, yes. yes. I remember my electrical engineering, thank you. You want to know the best part? Free? Oh well, well until they caught him. <laughs> well, it always is until you're caught. They uh, they came by and they were like, "Yeah, we have a little bit of a minute power drain over here. We wondered what it was, and now we see we're keeping your beer cold. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna stop right now." Which just goes back to the whole energy can never be made nor destroyed. Just you know, modified. Just just moved around. But uh, I mean. Think about now with uh, with Wi-Fi and cell phones. and I, I was trying to look for, in one of these articles, I remember reading something about um, cell towers having more instances of uh, paranormal activity. Well, anything. But, so, uh, you know, we have a, a resident uh, radio frequency expert in our office, and he was explaining because I was wondering about the effects of 5G and he, he was explaining how close you would have to be because it's such a uh, you know long wavelength for it to mess with you now since uh, cell towers do GSM and uh, unless they were doing what was it CDMA it basically the, the frequent the you'd have to be really close once you got close enough then it could mess with you and don't get in the way of the of the microwave, or else you'll, you know, start getting singed. Yeah, that will warm you up. That'll be a hot spot. <laughs> Literally. Yep, but those are line of sight, so you, you know, and they're usually marked so that you don't, uh, you don't make that mistake. But out of all of these things, each one, uh, always lacks one thing it's it's always it's here and it's supposed to be someone who is uh, crossed over now right. there, there are many uh traditions and uh societal things that say oh you know the the loved ones stay around but then there is one particular book the the one that uh that we all learned about while we were in good counsel the, the one that I, I know 
uh, at least the, the three of us are, are familiar with, that says, uh, when you're dead, you're dead. Don't right. try to contact the dead because that's not who you'll be talking to. One of the things, at least even with cameras, when uh, like I took my old Connect and I was fiddling around so I could, you know, see it with uh, with my MacBook, mm-hmm. so that I could get, I, I would be able to see something that that got out of the spectrum that my eyes could pick up, and of course the Connect could get so much more details and it would create wireframes out of it, and I know Crutch that you had seen the display of them like looking at a stage and people going on the stage and then bowing. Yeah, there's 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 an episode where. They're pointing their con- their connect connected um, device that one of their engineers built, and uh, there's nobody on the stage. But all of a sudden, there's a you know four piece band, and a fifth character comes out and starts dancing, and they all clap, and the fifth character takes a bow. And uh, I'll include the link. I can go find that one pretty quick. But it's um it's real creepy. I you know it could be completely fabricated. This is TV show, and to be honest with you, I don't believe anything I see anymore. <laughs> yes. Well, I was talking. I was talking to you uh, earlier this week, right, Chief? Where I showed you where we were talking about the uh, the guy who who took random clips of his five year old son and surrounded them with video special effects because that's his line of work. And the next thing you know, his kid, instead of you know climbing across his crib, is is you know standing on the outside of the building, and it's a thirty foot drop and. Then he's standing in lava. It looks like he's in the scene from Star Wars. And, I mean, the guy's really good. So I'm thinking to myself, I can't believe anything I see now. Yep, you can't believe what you see. You can't believe what you hear. Now We're sunk. (laughs) One of the things that I learned from uh, the first pastor that I can remember, Pastor Lou, uh, he had an experience. And he, this is this is where I started getting my uh, interest in all things supernatural. He has two kids, and the two kids are many years apart. And when we asked why they were many years apart, he said, because his his wife kept having miscarriages. And oh. and we we asked, you know, is there a story behind this? And they were doing missionary work in a third world country. And of course, when her kids kept dying, they asked. Uh, what is going, you know, is there something in the water, there's something bad around here? And they said, oh no, you're just in a cursed place. Over there no. is where a uh, a priest killed a nun and if you if you go out at night, you can hear the nun screaming. So oh, he went and and they, they basically, I think fasted for like two weeks and they were casting the spirit out and they went up to the tower where the, it was supposed to be and something came at them and he fell and broke his hand yikes but it was not it was not the nun the his whole thing was each instance of something the reason why the hair is going to the back of your neck the reason why you can sense something that may not be there is because something is there it is just not what you think all uh, throughout history there has always been the extra-dimensional, you know, some people call them demons, some people call them aliens now. Uh, Every culture has a different name, but basically it's the same entity. You know, if we do multiple, if we do multiple dimension theory, then Mm -hmm. it would be 
that in the fifth dimension, which is why uh, many people were scared about CERN, if you were to open that up, you would get to entities that can hop in and out, which is why they would be able to uh, go from one spot to another, why you would have cold spots all over the place, why you would have voices that uh, you couldn't hear in regular uh, audio terms, but something was picking it up, even though you were in the same room, why you could see certain things, and it may look like a lost loved one, and you ask for advice, and you get something that is, that maybe seems innocuous, and then turns into a horrible cascade of events, because it's, it, at least historically, it has always been a nasty entity. Yeah, rarely the things that people contact are, you know, benevolent, and I tell you, you know, it's all wonderful. I mean, there's always that one lady from, from uh, Long Island who's, you know, apparently oh. she can always contact people, and they're always happy wherever they are. The Long Island medium? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, know. you're not supposed she's having long conversations with the uh, marks beforehand, do you? <laughs> no, not at all. I'm sure okay. it's all, you know, meeting people on the street. So there's a... There's a man. Let me see. I, I know his first name is David, and he raised. He made a book called Tricks of the Mind, and his name was, sorry, not David. Darren Brown, and Darren Brown, uh, he wasn't a psychologist. He was a. He was an illusionist, and he was able to quote-unquote read people's minds and do all kinds of things because he knew a couple things he knew how to lead a question and he mm -hmm. knew the power of perception and with those two things uh he knew he also knew that if you believe something strong enough it would it, you could convince yourself of it it only take you know a little bit of a push and then all of a sudden you uh like people they were cured of tinnitus they uh certain back pains were gone all kinds of things that people had continually experienced he was able to convince them that it wasn't there and then it wasn't there so that's pretty cool yep, he, you know subtle hypnosis now he did he did one of the uh, uh he, he did a a uh, netflix was it? i saw it on netflix but it, i don't think it was an original netflix special one of the things that he was able to do is he had set up an entire thing a week in advance. He and <laughs> and, and he just knew. Uh, he he said this is basic science. I didn't do anything supernatural. He he asked everyone to like uh, say a particular object. He asked everyone for a number, and then he asked for all, all this other kind of stuff. Now he was in England when he did this. The uh, most popular uh, uh, newspaper, I think, was the Telegram or star something like that so he took out multiple ads and he just had them run throughout the week so people kept seeing these numbers objects and things and that is what they put at the very end he was able to convince everyone of the same thing just by wow. bombarding them with uh with that information which also that uh will smith movie where he was basically a con man that's the same mm -hmm. thing that he would do yeah, he, he was able to trick someone into selecting a particular football player and winning like hundreds of millions of dollars because uh, wherever he went, 
like his room was 42. There was uh, 42 lights. There was, it, it, he just kept seeing the same number over and over and over and over and over again. And it, he said it was the, it's subtle programming of a person. We are easily manipulated. That's Otherwise, true. advertisers wouldn't work. Yeah, just, I mean, if you think about all the things that we are constantly hit with and all the things that we are constantly told, and guess what? Are we told that uh, this isn't true, that these things don't exist, that, you know, that uh, Russia helped Trump? I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff <laughs> that we're constantly being bombarded with. And much like Hitler said, you know, keep telling someone a lie, eventually they'll, they'll take it as truth. Very true. So if we keep getting told that it's, you know, your mom's reaching out, or this is a ghost, or this place is haunted, or this place is cursed, or blah, 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 blah. Yes, you can see things. Yes, there are times where you take pictures and you catch something that, or that you didn't notice because it was in a flicker and it only showed up in the light, or, you know, who knows what the case may be. Those really could be things. Now, just like in every horror movie, it is always, you know, evil versus you, and evil has some ridiculous advantage over you because they can either possess you with a touch or they can move things and there's no way for you to fight back. That is not the case. Throughout history, it hasn't been the case. There's a reason why, even in The Exorcist, they call, you know, some frail old man. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, he didn't <laughs> he didn't have to go out the way he did. And <laughs> I know this from, you know, me talking to the missionaries where uh, if you ever get a chance to talk to one, I'm sure you will hear ridiculous stories because when they go into a place, there's a lot of stuff that is always after them. And once again, that's the way that I used to take it. If you're doing the right thing and all the reason, uh, all of a sudden... Uh, your luck turns uh, on you, like you know, you uh, you lose your job, you get robbed, your car breaks down. It may mean you're doing the right thing, because it just means that the entities around have taken notice. And with that, you know, uplifting bit of information, we can hear from our new sponsors. Tonight's episode is brought to you in part by Hightower's three-hour fish tours. Departing Honolulu Harbor daily. Call Marianne or Ginger for reservations. And Mr. Browning's Smokehouse. You hook them, we cook them. And Baltimore Ghost Tours run nightly on foot. Happy Pole Enterprises does not guarantee your safety. You may visit rat-infested locations. Non-voluntary organ donation, a possible outcome. 